Imagine traveling the world for high school. That is what one Clarksville teenager did. Charlie Kuhn and Katie Gamble chat with Ava Pluckelman, a recent graduate of the Think Global School, a school that spends each semester in a different country. Ava was one of 15 kids from around the world that was picked for this school. Hear about what it's like traveling the world as a teenager, having friends from all over the world, and some interesting encounters with wildlife while working on a school project in Africa. All on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Ava, thank you for being here with us today. We're really excited to hear about your high school experience. But before we get started, Charlie, he I told you he's kind of a goofball himself, kind of like mm -hmm. your dad. Um, Just shorter. Yeah. And smarter. Yeah. They, they're funny. They keep, they keep us entertained, right? Mm -hmm. Charlie must ask you a question that has nothing to do with anything that you're going to be talking about today. All right. So I've, I've changed my question since I thought of it. Okay. First, I was going to ask you, if your dad was a superhero. Oh, mm -hmm. my word. But then Get I realized. Get out of my head. The thought of Ryan in spandex. Get out of my well, head. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I can't see him being a superhero. Oh. So I changed it. He may not like that. Cause That's okay. He can I think Ryan would always want to be a superhero. He'd be a good superhero. Well, he can edit this however he'd like. Okay. <laughs> but if he were a cartoon character. Oh, my word. Who would he I be? I think he'd rather be a superhero. What would he be? But that's funny. Hmm. It's okay. You know what? I honestly, I think he would be Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. That little, the cartoon where they're always like uh -huh. making things and then it's all wrapped up at the end of the day. Because I think... My dad is a really smart person. Like he's always coming up with something new. He's he is he's, very clever. What color is Phineas? He's he's got the red hair. Uh, oh, that guy with the, the tall the triangle head. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is one way she gets to talk about her dad without getting well. In trouble. He she's right. He is very create. He likes to create yeah. new mm -hmm. ideas. He's very creative. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So if he was a superhero, could he be a superhero? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What would it, what would he be? He would be. You know how Flash is the superhero that runs really, really fast? Yeah. My dad would just run for a real long time. He's that long distance kind of thing. Kind of like, like Forrest he'd be Forrest Gump. Gump. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, we had to get Ryan in this deal, but now we can focus <laughs> right. on Ava. So Ava, I guess everybody knows now, is Ryan's daughter, and you had a really unique, different high school experience. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. Like... What was the name of the high school? Because it wasn't here local in Montgomery County, but it, it was something you searched out on your own, correct? Yes. Okay. So just tell us about it. Uh, so I went to Think Global School for sophomore, junior, and senior year. It's only a three-year program. Uh -huh. uh, and it is the world's first traveling boarding school. So they have an office in New York, but I've never been to the office. We don't really have a building. It's students from all around the world, and you meet up in a different country each of four terms in a school year, and it's a year-round school. We basically pretty much like take over a hotel almost entirely. Uh -huh. Like this is our classroom. This is, uh, and we we live there for seven weeks, and we do a project-based curriculum. So we don't really have, you know, this is science class, this is math class. It's all integrated in projects that connect us to the local culture. So what are some of the, so the students that come are from all over the world? Yes. So how many students are in each class? Uh, so you travel in a cohort of 30. 
Okay, and mm -hmm. so where, tell us the countries you went to, like start with the first one. All right, so we have Peru, Morocco, Canada, and then they took us to San Francisco, but it doesn't count for me because that's the States. Uh, and then we had Botswana, India, Japan, Spain, China, Oman, Costa Rica, and Greece. And I got to graduate in Greece. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? So I, I got to take a step back. Mm -hmm. How do you even know that this school exists? And how do you say, oh, that's something I want to do? Well, when I was going into the ninth grade, and it's only a three-year program, my mom sent me this link because my mom's just so good at Googling. Like, she brings things from the Internet I would never find. And I was kind of like, oh, mom, didn't you look at the thing? Like, I can't even go. I'm going into ninth grade, not tenth, and I kind of forgot about it. Um, but at some point uh, in my ninth grade year, I realized, you know, I want to try something different and I want to get out there and I want to see what the world has to offer. And so I kind of like Googled my way back to it and thank goodness there's only one, you know, traveling high school. So I found right. it pretty easy. So there, there's only one of these in the entire world? Uh, there are similar uh -huh. ones, like with similar programs, but it's the only like true um, traveling boarding school, I would say. Mm -hmm. what, what's it like to get accepted? How do you, what's the acceptance process it's it's a long process so first you like submit an inquiry which is basically you know they're making sure you're not like an adult wanting to go back to high school or whatever uh -huh. you know, you're the right age you've got the right requirements and I kind of sent that off and then told my parents I was applying like the wheels are already turning y'all like yeah. we got, we've got to go through with this um, and then they you fill out an application there's like video parts of it essay parts of it and then you do a bunch of interviews. So interviews with current students, interviews with the staff, interviews with the head of school. And then my parents did an interview. And it was it was a long process. And you made it in spite of Ryan. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, He's awesome. Her I'm mother saying. is really smart. Oh, her mother's smart. really smart. I know. Well, when they when my parents did the interview that was just them and the head of school, Jamie, uh, they thought that they had lost the school for me because the interview just didn't go how they thought it was yeah. was going to go. But it turns out everything was cool. So I got in. So um, how many people, how many students from the, this country were in part of this class? Uh, I think we had... I would say like five Americans that like call themselves Americans, mm -hmm. but I think we had seven with U.S. passports. Okay. So. That, that's amazing. How many people were you going against in the selection process? Oh. Is it hundreds? Is it? Oh, it was, it's, it's quite a few. The numbers have gone up recently, but I think my year it was, I think in the, like once it got down to it, it was about 300. Yeah. So what do they look for when selecting students for this program? What are some of the qualifications and things that make, made you shine? Well, to go to this school, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. Like you're in another country. There's a lot of trust that has to be there. So it has to be a student that's responsible, but also, you know, open to new ideas because you're going to be doing a lot of things that you wouldn't expect to ever try. Mm -hmm. So you have to be open to that and truly open to other cultures, not just learning about them, but living in them. And, you know, being okay with being away from home a little bit, like everyone will get homesick, but you know, some people, you know, need that consistency of being in one place and that school probably wouldn't be for them. But, you know, there are people who, you know, love the travel and the learning and they're willing to be flexible and on top of things. And that's really what they're looking for. Go ahead. No, I, I just can't imagine. You, you ran off a, quite a list of uh, countries. And uh, 
Can you tell us of one or two of the countries that really stood out and why, you know, what the project was? Give us some examples. So one of my favorites is Botswana. And it, so it's, it's just right above South Africa. And it, we were in the woods for most of it, in the bush. Um, and we Like were, living in the bush, really primitive. Yeah, we had tents. It was, it was oh, pretty see, nice. I, I, I'm out. Yeah, well. <laughs> and they were like really big, nice tents too, yeah. um, for most of it anyway. Uh, but we were helping, we were doing um, a research project. And so we would go on game drives, sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening. And we were basically like tracking animals. Like lions? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Lions, elephants, giraffes, zebras, we saw them all. Were you ever fearful at any point? Oh, absolutely. And actually, so the first time that we actually like got to the proper wilderness, we had been on this big like tourist bus with, mm -hmm. you know, headphone jacks and chargers. So it was like really plush. And we had just transitioned into these game vehicles, which are basically like pickup trucks, but there are these stacked seats that have been mounted to it. So they're completely open air. So we hadn't received like orientation. Here's how to act around animals, like none of that. And we were driving to the place that we would get our orientation when we were found ourselves in the middle of a herd of elephants. Wow. In the and wild. In, in the wild. And they charged us because we had gotten between, um, a, you know, a baby elephant and its mom. And what I learned later is that when an elephant's charging you, if it's flapping its ears, it's, it's playing around. Like it wants you to leave, but it's not really going to, it's not planning to make uh -huh. impact. And if it's got its ears tucked, then it really wants to get yeah. at you. So his ears were flapping like they, they were just trying to scare to you trucks, off. Right? Yeah. They were trying to scare us off. But I didn't know that. And so I was like, nope, this is the end. You know, this I'm being is how I die. <laughs> yeah. It Mom, was dad. Terrifying. Oh, I bet. And they kept charging us until we left. And I was just like, when you say charging, like running at you, like running at me. Yeah. Mm hmm. And like trumpeting and all that. And it was it was crazy. Oh, that is scary. Huh? So mm -hmm. do, do, when you're on, on the truck, or mm -hmm. do, you, do you like run from them or you just kind of dodge them or what? Um, so on the truck. Like, what did y'all do to get out of that situation? Oh, yeah. we had excellent guides that were, like, from the area. It wasn't just our teachers driving the yeah. trucks, right? And they know, so they won't drive away when they're charged at first because it teaches the animals that if you charge the truck, it will move. Oh. Um, so uh. they kind of stay there. And, of course, like, we're yelling at them, like, come on, come on, let's go. Like, why are mm -hmm. we standing here? Mm. But, you know, once the elephants get it out of their system, then they'll just drive right on by. Um, yeah. That was scary. Yeah. So how long did you stay there and how long were y'all in the tents? Um, so we were in the tents in one area for about 10 days. And then we okay. had a few days in the hotel. We drew, we uh, drove to another part of the country and then we did uh, 12 days again in a different part of the wilderness. Then we had a break for three days in a hotel and then we went back and did another 12 days, I think. So that was your favorite? One of my favorites. Uh -huh. I really, I can't pick. But if you ever do have the chance to travel, it's just so interesting and so humbling to know, like, you, we are not the biggest creatures on the planet. Yeah. And those animals are just so beautiful and so amazing to really see the size and the space that they take up. And I think that's really an important lesson to learn. That, that's pretty cool. Tell us another one. I, I keep, I have Greece in my head, but I don't know if it's just because of the movie or it's, it's intriguing <laughs> that she was there for a long time. The movie Greece? That's a joke, Like Katie. Olivia Newton-John? That's a joke, Katie. Okay, I didn't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
And yeah. So tell us, tell me about Greece because I've I've heard it's oh, amazing. Oh, that's the country Greece. Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm with you. <laughs> It's okay. I thought you said you had the movie in your head. I had a blonde moment just now. No, it's okay. It, it would be. I thought I did. I'm sorry. Well, uh, Greece is one of my favorites. Like if uh-huh. I ever got to go back to a country, I think I would go back yeah. to Athens. It's just the history of the city oh, yeah. and the modern aspects live right alongside each other in a really cool way that I haven't seen before. And it's it's really it's a like pretty much a young person city as well so there's like a lot of like arts and culture and you know celebration going on and it's mm-hmm. so cool to have that like right next to this like you know ancient thread that's running through the whole city uh, you know you see pictures of it my, one of my sisters went there yeah she said been. it was amazing F- truly fantastic and you know you really just get to see like the living beating heart of that city and graffiti is actually, it's not illegal there. Like, it's not legal, but it's not illegal either. So you just get to see graffiti everywhere. Yeah. Some of it is beautiful murals. Some of it is other things. Some of it is graffiti. Some of it is graffiti. But it's still really beautiful to see that expression there. Just to know that people are, you know, feeling and thinking in that space. Do, do the, what I would call the locals, do they respect their history and their historic buildings and... Absolutely. What was the project y'all did in Greece? So we went to Greece twice. And the first, because we um, do our AP testing there, because Uh like we don't have a building, so they can't certify us to test. So we do it through our partner school there. Um, And so the first time we went, we talked about ethnic conflict and the refugee crisis. Mm -hmm. And then the second time we were talking about um, the monomyth and identity through mythology. And some light philosophy, but we mm-hmm. certainly didn't get into the nitty gritties of philosophy. Um, but it was really interesting just across both of those projects to see, like, you know, how do people formulate what they think of themselves and where they place themselves in a greater society? And it was so interesting to see how the people of Athens responded to the refugee crisis as well. The school that we partnered with runs like kind of a weekend school for Mm -hmm. um, young refugees. Oh, that's interesting. Because so it's a lot of young men that Mm -hmm. are refugees, because if you're going to send someone, you know, across the ocean, hopefully so that, you know, they can start saving money to get the rest of the family, it's going to be a young man. Right. And so it was a school for them and they were able to learn things and learn job skills. And we got to work with them and it was just so interesting because they were my same age, but their experience had been so drastically different. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to see that community response to, to help those people out. So in this experience, y- you wanted to do it because obviously you need to travel, learn new cultures. Is there something that surprised you, like, surpri- surprised you that you didn't expect? Airport security. <laughs> I did not expect just the amount of times that I would have to go through security and all of the questions, but then also how easy it was for me in comparison to my peers. Like, I just, sometimes we we travel with a bunch of documents, you know, like consent to travel forms, birth certificates. I never got asked to pull mine out, but I had, you know, I travel with friends sometimes. We meet up at the same airport and then we go. And, you know, I would be waiting on the other side for them as they had to pull out every single one just based on the fact that they had a different passport than me. So I didn't expect to, like, so visually see that disparity and that kind of passport privilege and just the work that other students had to do to get visas. 
because I only had to get one true visa to China and then um, an electric, an electronic visa to India, uh -huh. but that was nothing. Um, but I only had to get one and some students- Did you have to do all that yourself or did the school do that for you? They help out, but it's, it's oh, wow. a lot of that student responsibility. That is a lot of responsibility. But, yeah, some students came to school late because they were just you know, trying to get a visa. A friend of mine had to go to another country to go to her country's embassy in that country to try to get a visa and would stand outside the embassy for days just to go to school. Now, crazy. I'm not real knowledgeable on this, so is it because like in America it's easier in other countries why was it so hard for them to get visas it's it's all about passport privilege okay like um so there was a student from Pakistan and okay. there was just no way he was going to get a visa to India and because was, of the country he came from and the things mm -hmm. happening in that country right and okay. then there was a girl from Israel and you know people from Israel are just not allowed into Oman so she wasn't able to come mm -hmm. and then there's um, a girl from Afghanistan and if you think about if you like contextualize the refugee crisis like it's very hard for just a person that sees her name on a piece of paper to grant a person from that country and that part of the world a visa because they just assume that they won't leave interesting it, it really is um, so you're you're going to to school to college mm -hmm. how does this high school diploma or you graduate from to me which seems like an unorthodox school mm -hmm. how does that how do colleges accept you how do you prove that that you know I know you take the ACT SAT and, mm -hmm. and all that but is there a curriculum that you had to follow for college to be qualified I guess yeah. is what you're saying yeah. yeah absolutely so we graduate with a US high school diploma so like we have been to high school it's certified but she um, got to graduate in Greece How yeah, cool. uh, yeah. yeah that's cool and we also so we also work in kind of translating like the projects that we do into a transcript that colleges can look at and like recognize so that we don't have to explain the school every single mm -hmm. time yeah. to all these different people and we have what are called learning targets <clears throat> and so when I left there were 113 of them um, but they kind of can you know shift a little bit and so basically there's like math learning targets science learning targets English learning targets <clears throat> um, and you do projects that meet those learning targets any way you want. So if I want to do a project that combines, I did one that combines statistics and literature, then I would be meeting the math learning targets for statistics and also the literary analysis learning targets. Interesting. So how often did you get to come home and see your family? So I did seven weeks in country and then six weeks at home. Okay. Yeah. So it was a year round school. Okay, so you were you were home every seven weeks. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, mm -hmm. your little sister probably appreciated that for sure, yeah. and your parents, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. No, they came to your graduation, right? They did. Yeah, I was really excited to like bring them into my school world. Well, I know your parents are extremely proud of you, and it's pretty obvious why. So, what's next for you? So I'm going to SIUE. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of- Tell people what that is. Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, long name. Uh, and I'm hoping to get a degree in biology. Okay. What I think I wanna do career-wise is I wanna work um, kind of around epidemiology. And I don't even know what epidemiology <laughs> is. I'm sorry, do you? Ma'am. Do you know what it is? Uh, I've heard of it. Okay, well, tell us what epidemiology is. <laughs> Diseases. It's, yeah. it's fun to say, say it. 
epidemiology. It's kind of it fun. Is. It's yeah. fun to say. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do is I want to do some lab research. Okay. Um, in terms of more like virology, immunology kind of field. But I also want to so do... So you do work for like the CBC or something. Right. Okay. Right. Look at you. Mm -hmm. I watched um, <laughs> that Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to do some field work because um, kind of a conflict that I see arising is uh, local cultures kind of coming in conflict with best practices for disease. So you look at like Ebola, sometimes, you know, the local culture where the outbreak is taking place, it's not custom to bury people right away. But that is absolutely the best practice when fighting that disease. And so what I'd like to do is do some research um, that hopefully comes into, you know, a more formal set of guidelines on how you know, a local culture might impact how you go about disease control and how you can, you know, strengthen the bond between the people, you know, the doctors that are coming in and the people that are already there, because it really should be a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's, I'm so impressed. There's no doubt about it. I, at that, at your age, I had not a clue what I was <laughs> going to do, so I'm so impressed. Yeah. Well, it might change as I'm exposed to new fields, but it's definitely something that I'm passionate about. Just, just the way she talks, you can tell She's her so intelligence smart. level. Yes, so smart and well put together and graceful, and I'm just really impressed, Ava. Thank you. So, um, when you get out of college, you're probably you've got a taste of traveling. You're probably going to want to continue to travel. Probably. Um, I really enjoy being home, like the culture of the United States. When I would hit that first airport in the States as I was coming home, it'd just be pretty refreshing because mm -hmm. we have a, I just, we can be a little bit more open and polite than some other places. And so it's always kind of refreshing, but I do really like, you know, to look at other cultures and to be a part of, you know, mm -hmm. different societies, basically just to see what's up and kind of you know, broaden my horizons in that sense, because you wouldn't think, you know, that you, it would be so different to live in one place than another, but it really can be. And, you know, I think I definitely want to, the United States is really cool. It's not necessarily a center for disease at this point. And so I want to go where the need is. That's very smart and interesting. Well, I appreciate yeah. you coming in today, and I'm going to tell you that I, I, I knew that you were doing all this because I've got to hear all about you through your dad because he is extremely proud of you, and I know exactly why he is. Um, so I think that it's pretty awesome that you got to do this unique experience, and I know why they accepted you because you're pretty daggum smart. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in and sharing your story because these are things that kind of go under the radar sometimes that, that people need to know about. Right, and there might be another student out there that mm -hmm. doesn't even know these opportunities exist. So, but thank you Absolutely. for coming in today. Thank you for having me. And good luck to you. I think I'm going to enjoy watching to see what you do next. <laughs> I'm sure Ryan will share it with me. That's right. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.